Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Boarding Curious. I'm your host, Mary Katz. Today we have Peyton Howie. She's a new singer in Nashville, and we're going to talk about some of the music that she has out now, what she's got coming up, and we'll also get to know her with some personal questions. Hope you enjoy. Let's get started. All right, well, Peyton, welcome to Boarding Curious. I am excited to have you today. You are doing some really fun things in the country music industry that we're going to talk about today. But first, I want to get started by asking you, what did you want to be when you were a kid? So, okay, so when I was a kid, I've always wanted to be like a singer and a performer. I always wanted to, you know, you'd see the pop stars or whatever when I was real young and they'd have like the little headsets or whatever. And I always used to tell people, I want to be a singer, but I want to, I want to be able to dance too. So I'm going to have a headset. I used to tell people that all the time, but I'm no good at dancing. So I just, now I just wanted to be a singer songwriter, you know, I've always wanted to do that, which is kind of funny because it, I mean, that's what I'm having the opportunity to do. And I'm really like, I'm loving it so far. Yeah, it's actually, it works out well that you can actually sing. So that's helpful. <laughs> I know, right? That'd be kind of a shame if I, if I couldn't sing at all. That would, that would suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, um, so you realized that pretty early on, but what made you actually take that leap to, because a lot of people think that, you know, oh, I'd like to be a singer, but to actually take that leap, that's pretty brave. Yeah, well, um, I mean, I was kind of inspired to go into that and go into the industry when I was real young. My mom took me to my first concert when I was five. Um, it was a Carrie Underwood concert. And during the concert, I was kind of dancing around in the aisles and she was singing and she stopped singing and the lights were panning across the audience and it stopped like on where I was dancing. And so she like stopped singing. She crouches down and she like waved at me and she goes, um, to her bodyguard, hey, bring that little girl up on stage. So the bodyguard comes over and he like comes up to my mom and he's like, hey, Carrie wants your daughter on stage. Can I bring her up there? And I was like, well, yeah. So my mom was like, yeah, sounds good. So so then he brought me up there and then she was like holding my hand and we were singing. And I remember vividly like getting a lookout and see just like the faces of all these people just singing along and having a good time. And I will never forget that moment of seeing so many people come together like obviously not all of them know each other and it's a cool thing to think about that music brings people together in that way and obviously the experience of getting to be up there and sharing music with other people is um, something that really fuels my passion to be a singer-songwriter and I think um, that moment kind of like you know put it in my heart put it in my soul to do it and then um, just kind of as life has gone on. When I got my first guitar at 16, I started playing shows in my hometown and um, just kind of writing music. And from there, just kind of kept going. So, and now you're, you're in Nashville now, right? Like you live in Nashville, right? I'm kind of like, I'm kind of half and half. So I have a house yeah. in Nashville that I go to and do some business and all that fun stuff. And I right. love being out there, getting to write and stuff. I'm out there most of the time. And then the other half of the time I'll travel you know, playing shows. My family lives in Texas, so I'll play some shows out in Texas and um, travel. You know, I'm going out to California in mid-October and um, going to a couple other places um, throughout the year, too. So what part of Texas is your family in? Like an hour north of Houston on Lake Conroe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm in Dallas. Okay, cool. Yeah. So not too far, not too far out. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. So, um, so since you are in Nashville most of the time now, it's a pretty small town. So have you have you run into 
Carrie, since you've been out there and be like, hey, <laughs> I'm no. a little girl. I mean, I wish. And, I, you know, to be honest, I don't even I, – I honestly, like, I'd be willing to bet. Like, she probably doesn't remember. But, like, honestly, that would be super cool if she did. I have a picture, not of me up there with her, but – because that was back in the flip phone days. So my mom, like, I'm sure she, like, pulled out her flip phone or something, but – no one knows where that thing is now, but um, I have a I have a picture of my mom and I in front of the sign that says you know Carrie Underwood blah blah blah, and then um, I have a picture in the T-shirt that I bought at the concert. So it's just maybe if I show her, she'll be like, oh yeah, totally, I remember that back in you know 2006. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make me feel old at all. It's fine. I'm 35, whatever. You're like she probably on stage when I was a kid, and I was like, she's my age. <laughs> well to be fair i mean you know that was that was right when that was like right after she put out her some hearts album so yeah like, yeah it was in the in the early carry early carry days, early carry days right yeah. after american idol yeah oh yeah okay so do you do you remember the first song that you wrote i you know i think back when i started writing songs and I think any songwriter will totally relate to what i'm saying right now we write we write things and then we don't finish them you know, it's not like every time we start a song, we finish it. Because, I mean, it's just so, like, we're so critical of ourselves. And if you're not, then you were probably the best songwriter there is. Because it's really hard to start a song and then finish it. But the first song that I started and um, really actually was, like, I like it, you know? Because I wasn't, you know, really all upset about it. I mean, anyway, but um, the first song that I wrote and recorded was F-150. And I wrote that song um, when I was 16. And... Um, so that's the first one that I can really recall being like finished and done. This is it. <laughs> but I'm sure I probably started like a hundred other songs before that. Oh my gosh. I'm like, what's the first song that you remember writing? And you're like, it's called F-150. And it's like, tell me you're from Texas without telling me you're from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, to be fair, I'm not from Texas. I only moved here about a year and a half ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So originally... Did I skip that? Did I miss that part in your bio? Or, or originally you're from well, originally where? I'm from you're, you're from the South. Originally, I'm from, originally I'm from Southern California. Yeah. What? <laughs> With that accent? Well, I you know I don't think I have an accent. People are like, you have an accent. I'm like, I don't have an accent, but I don't know. And I promise, it's just I'm just being me. But yeah, yeah. No, I'm originally from Southern California, like an hour north of San Diego, um, like wine. Okay. Nice. Yeah, there's yeah, a bit I would of not have Cali guessed. Country, Cali country community out there. It's not always just like surfers and skaters, but sometimes yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, well, well, like Gary Allen. He's Gary Allen. He's from uh, he's from California as well. Right, like John Party. You know, like there's a lot of yeah that come out of California. Right. But yeah, no, a lot of people don't know that. And so when I say like, oh yeah, like my family lives in Texas, people are always like, oh, you're from Texas. I mean, like, well, I wish I could say that, <laughs> but not necessarily. <laughs> Texas is cool. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, each state has uh, has its its pros and its cons. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> so, um, what do you wish you knew before becoming a singer or songwriter? I think one thing that I wish I knew um, is that there's gonna be so there's so many people that are gonna try and tell you this and tell you that, and when you meet someone in the industry that's like, oh, I've I, you know I work with this person, I work with that person. Or is, um, um, I could do this for you. I could do that for you. You want to like trust in them and you want to like, you know, depend on what they're saying. But sometimes it's always best to go with like your internal instinct, you know, 
And um, mm-hmm. when you're like, especially when you're writing and stuff like that, you don't want to be like, oh, I'm just going to do what this person says because they're saying it and I don't have any other opinion. Yes, it's always good to trust like your close team. I have an amazing team that I can trust and that I feel like I can depend on what they're saying. And I like, you know, we all have the same point of view and stuff like that. So I've definitely um, been lucky enough to build like a really trustworthy team. But I think in the beginning, it was kind of hard to be like, oh, I'm just going to do what everyone else is telling me to do and I, because I don't know what I'm doing. But in the end, it's like my gut feeling was the right thing, you know? And I think that applies to everything, like not just music, you know? Your gut feeling is most of the time it's it's always right. No, I think that's some very good advice. It's, uh, yeah, trusting your gut and remaining authentic, uh, kind of something that I've, it's kind of a, a resounding thing in the that I've heard about in the, the podcast and talking to singers and songwriters. Um so is there someone in the industry that you haven't worked with yet, but you really want to? Well, if we're going like, like big reach, you know what I'm saying? Like, like in a perfect world, I would say I would absolutely love to sit down and just jam out with Miranda Lambert. I feel like her vibe is just so chill. And if not her, Gretchen Wilson, because she's not only, I, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but just not only is she like a singer songwriter you know she's just such like an entrepreneur like she does everything you know and I think it would be so cool to just get in the studio with her like studio session or write a song or she does like all her own merch stuff I don't know so she's just like she's a really cool cool uh woman too that I definitely look up to so I would say one of those two for sure oh absolutely no I'm with you um so what would you say your ultimate goal is in the industry well, I think um, as I've gone on, I've reevaluated what my goal is. Like almost, almost like every month, I feel like I'm like, okay, what do I really want? You know, because the goal, obviously, I think for the majority of people that are going after it in the way that I am, is yeah, you know, we want to sign a record deal. You know, we want to, um, you know, be on a label. Like that's 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 kind of like the overall goal for most people, I would say, and. Um, Every month, it kind of, I feel like it doesn't necessarily change, but my perspective changes. I'm like, you know, I'm putting out music and I get to hear feedback from people. And someone says, oh, hey, this song, you know, really hit me like in this spot or, you know, this really like a hit home for me. And or hearing people and how they feel about the songs that I put out or hearing people and how they feel even about like cover songs that I put out or they're like, oh, that really, I heard that in a different way. It's really like life changing to hear that me just doing something that I enjoy doing uh, can impact people. And so sometimes um, I think, you know, my goal is just to impact people in any way that I can and just do it for as long as possible. Um, I would say in a, in a, in a, just a, like a light sense. Yeah. That's the goal is to just be able to impact people as long as I can. Nice. Yeah. Cause I mean, I guess it just depends on, um, you know, each person, some, some people will say, Oh gosh, once I, do this. That's when I know I've made, once I've done this, that's when I know that I, you know, I've reached exactly where I want to be. But I mean, I can imagine that that would change, like you're saying, uh, pretty frequently, especially as you progress in your career. And it's like, okay, well, once I've, I'm getting the groove of doing that. And then, I mean, three months from now, you might be like, you know what? We're going to do this too. (laughs) Yeah. And with so many things changing in the world, especially like in today's world, so many things are changing. Like, I mean, in in the past, you know, everyone was like, 
you know, streaming services and online, you know, music streaming didn't even exist, you know, Mm -hmm. and now it's like a huge thing. And, um, a lot of people are saying, you know, go with labels, don't go with labels. So, I mean, sometimes you just got to trust your gut and uh, have an overall goal and just go with one decision at a time, I think is what I've learned in my, my very few years of, um, doing this compared to a lot of people. I can see how that would be very, very confusing, especially the label thing. That sounds like it would be a really difficult decision, especially if you're trying to figure out if they actually have your best interest in mind, or are you just going to be the machine and you just got to do what they tell you to do when they tell you to do it. And it's like, you know what? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, knew, I mean, honestly, like I've, I've heard so many people say that it's like, oh my, like this, you know, um, this label gives us so much freedom or whatever. And I'm like, that's awesome. You know? And then other people are like, just stay independent as long as possible. And so it's kind of hard. I mean, I'm just kind of going like day by day knowing um, that I have a team that has my best interests at heart and that, um, you know, I trust the people that I'm around right now. So it's, I mean, there's nothing to worry about right now. So yeah. it's good. You've got some good people in your corner. Oh, for sure. Um, so moving into the story behind the song, um, your most recent release was, um, never go home. Yeah. And let me tell you, that brings me back to my college days. Oh Yeah. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't really, ooh, no, no, at 35, I'm like, oh, God, I barely leave home, but, um. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's funny. But, um, no, it's a, it's a really fun song. Go ahead and tell me the story behind that. Honestly, Never Go Home was a song that I wrote with uh, some of my friends out in Nashville, Michael Austin, Eric Halbig, and Joe Yeager. We were sitting, just kind of talking about like having a good time. And, and I mean, we wrote this song, um, I want to say towards the very, very end of 2020. And I think we all can agree how that was, you know? And I mean, it's just kind of like, we were sitting around talking about, you know, the times when we get to spend with our family and our friends and just like hang loose, have a good time and just do what we want to do. And a lot of, I mean, if you're not with it, then you can leave. You know, that's kind of the thing. We're going to do what we're going to do regardless. And that was kind of the attitude that went into the song. And, um, I mean, that's one side of me that, you know, I felt like with each song that I've released, I haven't really gotten to share that part of myself with people that listen to my music is that like, Hey, like I like to have a good time. That's like one of my favorite things to do is just like be around good people and have a good time, not a care in the world, you know, whether it's playing games or just jamming out to some good music and um being by the lake especially like that's one of my favorite things to do and um that's kind of just the story behind it is we were all just sitting around talking about like the times when we could just be around our friends be around our family just with the people we care about good people having a good time i love it yep certainly reminds me of back in the day (laughs) (laughs) i kind of want to hear some of your back in the day stories now Oh God. Uh, I got kicked out of a David, David Allen Coe concert when I was no way. Yeah. (laughs) What did you have to do to get kicked out of a David Allen Coe concert? We'll say it was a misunderstanding. Okay. Um, I was, no, I was with one of my brothers and in a very small town and like we go in and he was, uh, he was in his, I guess, late twenties. I was 20. And, you know, a lot of times when you go into a bar or a club or something, they'll, they'll, they'll get like a Sharpie or something and they write, you know, well, something I, on your, your, yeah. on your hand, like to let, you know, that you, that you signed in or whatever. 
uh, or checked. Yes, they signed in like it's online anyway. Um, and so they put DAC on his hand, David Allen Co. And then they put the same thing on my hand. This is after checking our IDs. Right. And I uh, and we looked at each other because usually if you're 21 and over, you get, you know, one thing. If you're under, you get a different yeah. Oh, yeah. thing. Right? right. So but they put it on both of ours and all and we looked at each other like. We even asked, well, why did we get the same initials? And um, the guy was like, oh, it just stands for David Allen Co. And I was like, that's not what we were asking, but okay. Um, <laughs> so we just like go in and I and my brother was like, well, do you want a drink? And I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's David Allen Co. How could you not? Right. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I had uh, a, a drink. And then my brother went off to like go to the bathroom or something. And then uh, sometime later, this lady comes up to me and she was like, Hey, uh, let me see your ID. And I was like, they already checked it at the door. And, um, and she was like, no, I still need, I, I need to see it. And, um, which is one thing. Cause like, okay. I, I, I think at, you know, 20, I probably had a young face, but like, okay. but like I'm six feet tall. Okay. So I'm like, there's no way they think that I'm, could they still think that I'm, you know, underage after all right, checking right. and all the whatever. And so, and I'll, and she was like, no, I still, I still need to see your ID. And I was like, oh, well, my brother has it. And he went to the bathroom and she goes, okay, well, let's just go wait by the bathroom for him. And I was like, it could be a while. Um, so <laughs> anyway, it's like, so we're waiting and he doesn't come out and she's like, and I'm just going to hold your drink until then. I'm like, cool. And, um, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, not really the person that gets out. I don't color outside the lines. You know, I'm very right, by right. the book. I'm a rule follower for a reason because right. I get caught if I try to do anything. So yeah. anyway, so I, sh he wasn't coming out. I don't know where he went. And so she was like, you know, let's just, let's just have you hang out over here at the entrance. And, um, again, I'm going to keep the drink and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And, um, so eventually my brother comes out at the entrance and I don't know where he was going, but I, I was like, Hey, uh, she found you. And he was like, who found me? I was like the lady that was looking for you. He was like, there was a woman looking for me. I was like, not like that. <laughs> not, like not, that, like that. not like that. Not like that. And, um, and I was like, I think we got to go because, uh, yeah, they took my drink from me and apparently they seem to think that I'm not of age. So I don't know what happened, but, um, and he was like, yeah, then let's go. <laughs> not trying to get in trouble for that tonight. So, uh, yeah, we left. That, well, hey, that's good. At least you left before anything bad happened. <laughs> yeah. Not trying to get one of those, what is it, minor in possession or whatever? Like, nope. No, sir. No, definitely not a good idea. Just go home. Yeah. So, um, yeah, moving on to your next song, uh, Freedom. Freedom. Um, Freedom was probably one of my, um, I think... When I put Freedom out, I was expecting people to be like, oh, this is a little bit different. Because, I mean, up until then, all the songs that I had released had been, you know, pretty, like, upbeat, uh, you know, more aggressive tunes. And um, so when I put out Freedom, I was really excited to see how people were going to react to that. And the story behind Freedom is just that I have a huge love and respect for our veterans, our military, our first responders. And um, I was sitting around with... Um, you know, the co-writers for this song. And it's interesting to me because we were sitting there talking and everyone in the room said they all had like, we all had very different views, political views, you know, views on the world, beliefs, you know, all that stuff. We all were very different in what we believed, but we were all sitting around talking about um, what, like, 
it is to live in America and, you know, talking about freedom and talking about the freedom that we have. And, and as we all sat around with our different views, we could all agree on a couple things. And that was that the fact that we're all able to sit here and write a song together, regardless of what we believe is freedom. That in itself is freedom and talking about all the little things that, you know, start off feeling like freedom. Like when you're 16, driving your dad's truck for the first time, he gives you the keys and, you know, you're driving by yourself. And, um, you know, like we were talking about high school football games and talking about, you know, even all the way up to like, you know, just having a good time with your friends and uh, first love, first kiss. And then going into like realizing that there's people out there fighting for our freedom and people out there, you know, sacrificing their lives and their families, you know, sacrificing their comfort and, um, you know, loving somebody that's out there doing this thing and knowing that they're out there fighting for our freedom, even though they don't even know who we are, you know, and they don't know everybody. And so it's kind of like the thing that we were sitting around talking about is like, regardless of what we all believe, there's one thing we can all agree on. And that is the fact that we can do what we're doing right now is freedom. And that's why we started writing that song. We started talking about those things that feel like freedom. And um, that's how freedom was born. Yeah. <laughs> it is a beautiful song and I may or may not have gotten all misty eyed at the end of the video when the crowd parts and the oh, guy in yeah. the uniform and that was probably <laughs> the funnest video I've ever shot. It was such a blast and um that was the first video, music video I've ever done and um it was just so awesome and I think with freedom there being a story behind the song, you know, it's kind of like getting to put that story to life was just like really cool. And I'm really glad we got to shoot that video. How long did it take? Um, it was a two day shoot, um, which honestly, that was literally, I don't know how we pulled that off because literally right after we finished filming, just complete downpour and you know, Texas weather, right? Like just complete downpour, like right after that scene, like the last scene was, um, um, that yeah like the 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 homecoming scene you know when yeah. the crowd parts and stuff and that was that was literally like the last scene and right after that you know we all were like packing stuff up and it just downpour i had and i was like oh the God. fact that we pulled that off in two days with the weather we were so worried and it just like it worked so well but the planning behind it was probably about like month and a half and um just leading up to it and we shot it out here in texas um, and it was really cool because I got to shoot it, um, kind of like in the area that I live. And so I got to have a lot of my like family friends be in it, in the video. And, um, it was so fun. I loved it. That's awesome. Yeah. I was wondering if that was like, if those were people that you knew or if you had to like hire extras or something. <laughs> no, those are all people that I knew and people that just came out for the video. It was really cool because, um, I've been involved with the uh, veteran community out in Montgomery, Texas, you know, around Conroe area. Um, and I've gone and done a couple events, you know, saying like the anthem or saying like America the Beautiful for some of these events, um, like for the veterans. And so when I was going to film the video, I it was kind of cool. I was talking with um, the director of the facility and I was like, hey, you know, I would love to have some veterans in this video. And so all these veterans came out. It was the coolest thing. So um, getting to have some actual veterans there and from the area and they were like having a blast and. Um, because I mean the concert that we put on there, like in the video, I mean, it was real, like we had the band and we were just like playing and, um, it was really fun. So, yeah, it's a nice, it was very nice of you guys to, uh, to honor them and, uh, be able to include them in, um, such a, um, an important video, uh, with a very, yeah. very powerful message. Yeah. I really, um, really wanted it to be authentic. Yeah. 
I, I think that you guys certainly accomplished that. Um, so moving into just for fun, let's just get to know Peyton a little bit. <laughs> Sure. So if you are watching anything or movies, Netflix shows, just whatever, whatever you got, if you're watching something, what you watching? Well, um, I just finished up watching, I think everybody finished up watching Outer Banks. I finished up watching that, you know, season, uh, season two. Yeah. Season two. And, um, um, Hmm. I, I everyone kind of hates on it, but I've always loved Riverdale. I love Riverdale, but <laughs> one that I have always been like, if you haven't watched this, you have to watch it because especially like as a, you know, like someone that loves music, um, is like the Dolly Parton hot, like heart songs, um, series. Okay. She like has a series and it's like all these episodes, like, like mini movies almost based on her songs. And it's like, I love it because I love Dolly Parton, right? And I love her music. And so they literally yeah. put together like these movies or like mini episodes or whatever based on her songs. It's the coolest thing. It's called the heart song series. Yes. Yes. I have seen that on there. On the, I haven't watched it, but I, I've, I've seen that. I've been curious about it. So it's good to it's have a, a recommendation. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's cool because she's like in most of them and it's just the cutest thing. So I love her. <laughs> oh, God. Who doesn't love Dolly? Right. Um, so um, favorite movie? Favorite movie? Mm. Oh, goodness gracious. Hmm. Um, I would say my favorite movie... It's probably, I would have to say, Walk the Line. I, I love Walk the Line. It's so good. I love I love Reese Witherspoon. I remember thinking when I was young, like, she looks like Carrie Underwood. So I was like, I remember thinking that, because she kind of does look like her, right? And they so have some, remember, you have like, some similarities. She, yeah, yeah she has some similarities. I know, I used, to, they, I used to think they look so similar. So um, I've always loved Reese Witherspoon. And I remember my parents showing me that video when I was, real, like, I mean, movie, when I was real young. And I was like... Oh my gosh, I love it. So I would say it's probably my favorite movie to this day is Walk the Line. Oh, yeah, certainly a good one. Um, and do you have a favorite song? And if so, what is it? Oh, man. I know this is hard. Song. This has got to be hard for like a singer-songwriter to choose just one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's going to be real hard. Ah, man. Um, I mean, recently I've been listening to, um, I've been listening to a lot of kind of, older country i would say i've been listening to a little bit more reba i've been listening i mean and it's funny because a lot of the times like i like to incorporate some new songs here and there when i play shows and sometimes i'll throw in some um more like classic or cl more classic country style you know um but i think one that i've been listening to a lot recently is uh, why haven't i heard from you reba i've been listening to that a lot lately yeah. um I also really love like I'm really getting into like some red dirt Texas country like Parker McCollum and mm -hmm. uh, Cody Johnson and stuff. So I've been really getting into that kind of stuff too. But I don't awesome. know if I have a favorite. I, I don't know if I can pick a favorite song. That's what I've been listening to recently. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, especially when you throw Reba in the mix, it's like, okay, which of the five thousand awesome songs that she has would I? I know, pick? right? Just, like, I can't even tell you. I yeah, I, I had the. <laughs> in incredible honor of interviewing one of um liz hanger one of her songwriters uh, in my wow, second awesome. episode oh my god i was like I, I think i just sweated during the whole thing because i was just like that would be like, such an awesome interview oh it's it's up there take it take a listen when you can check it out now yeah i'm already starting to sweat again just because i was like so excited about it yeah and that yeah so cool. i would love to listen to that yeah she's she's phenomenal yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and even finding out things that, like, from the stories behind those songs that even Reba didn't know. Like, there was oh, yeah. stuff from, from the interview that she sent to Reba. She was like, oh, Reba doesn't know about this. I'm going to send it to her. And I was like, ah, Reba's going <laughs> to... Reba's... <laughs> that would be so crazy. She's done so many cool things, and it's like, I think she's just, like, one of the greatest, um, like, storyteller singers that I've, like, you know, ever listened to. And it's I actually, this is kind of a crazy thing. I had the opportunity to work with her steel guitar player, Mike Johnson, on mm -hmm. um, my my EP project that I've been working on, including Run Boy Run, Freedom, Never Go Home, and then a couple other songs I'm releasing this year. And he was like on those tracks. And it was crazy to get to work with him because he was just such a chill dude in the studio. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he's like telling me some stories about, you know, playing with Reba. And um, then I was watching, um, she has a master class that she does, you know, I don't mm -hmm. know master class. Yeah. And she's like talking and she's recording, re-recording like a song. And I see him. I'm like, there's Mike. <laughs> he's in the master class. It was the coolest thing. So he's great. That is awesome. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, so give me at least one item on your bucket list. One item on my bucket list. Well, I want to go skydiving. I know that sounds pretty basic. I think everyone says that, but I definitely want to go skydiving. So if anyone else wants to go with me, I am taking applications because I really want to go. And um, if not that, I definitely want to try shark. Like, I want to try it. Like, I feel like I've never tried it, you know? And I feel like people are like, oh, it's great. So I want to try shark. That's, try shark that's as food. Yeah, like as food. As, okay. I, I, I was like, does she mean as food or like in the in the cage? I want to try like to be in the water with a shark. I was no, like, no, mm -mm. no. No, I don't mm -hmm. do underwater nothing. Nope. <laughs> Especially not sharks. Like I like underwater movies freak me out. Heck no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just like I don't as like with the David Allen Coe concert, I don't have great luck with risk taking things. Oh, right? I would end up in I like I would end up in like a Leonardo DiCaprio situation because he has horrible luck on vacations. Where he was like, he did the shark tank thing. He got in the cage and he was in there. And then the shark comes and like tries to get in. And he's like pinned on like the, the floor of the cage while the shark is trying to get in. And I'm like, dude, just stop doing those things. <sighs> That's literally, I don't know. I would, I would be terrified. I cannot, like I watched that, um, I watched that movie. I think it's 37 meters down or whatever. Mm -mm. And it's like where they get trapped underwater with the, oh, mm, no. I, Nope. I respect the sharks, you know? It's like, I don't... It's their house, you know? It is like, their house. If and someone like, comes I'm in my going. house unexpectedly, like, there's going to be a conversation. But if I go to the shark's house unexpectedly... No. I don't... Oh, no, they don't really eat humans that much. It's just that they just... They're curious. Like, can they not be... Okay. I'm just going to stay out the water. How about that? Yeah. I mean, like, I'm at the beach. Like, I love the beach, you know? But, like... Yeah. Deep dark water no mm -mm. i need to be able to see my feet if i can't yes. see my feet i'm not getting in <laughs> there you go yeah looking at beach vacations with my husband we have different versions of what a beach is i'm like right, no right. crystal clear water i need i need to be able to see in that mess there you go anyway. okay so who is your celebrity crush celebrity crush hmm. yeah i love this question <laughs> Well, if I had to pick, I would have to go with, I would have to go with Parker McCollum because 
I freaking I I love I love his style. I think he's super chill, and it's kind of funny because, like, he's from Conroe, Texas, right? And sure. I moved here like a year and a half ago, not knowing he was from Conroe, Texas. And I was like, you know, like listen to his music and stuff like that. And he like his song "Young Man's Blues," right? Is mm-hmm. like used to run down County Road twenty eight fifty four. I'm driving. I'm like County Road twenty eight fifty four. Where have I heard that before? I'm like. It's right there, you know? It's just kind of crazy. Yeah. So I actually got to meet him, too. His brother, Tyler, um, plays around in Conroe, too. He plays with a band, and I got to open up for his brother, Tyler. And, like, we were just chilling after the show. I was sitting there watching Tyler and his band play, and Parker walks in. And I was like, yeah. holy crap. I totally had, like, a starstruck moment, and I got to meet him. It was super cool. So that's what I was Now, doing. when I say celebrity crush, you understand, though, that I'm not saying it's like, oh, I think that they're a great artist. It's like you're single. Yeah. <laughs> that person is single. Well, if you're I mean, both interested yeah, in each other. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean by celebrity crush. I don't mean like, oh, I admire that person. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I think okay. I, mean, I think he's I think he's pretty good looking. I know he's there you he's go. got fiance and all that. I'm just saying I think Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he know he does. He does. And to be fair, <laughs> I'm trying to get everybody in trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Nobody and nobody in trouble, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, most of mine that I that I like, there I'm like they're unavailable. I just mm. so. What's the worst thing you did as a kid? Like like in trouble? Yeah, like... I mean like don't incriminate yourself here. But yeah, what's the worst thing you did as a kid? <laughs> yeah. Don't incriminate yourself. Okay, I'll try. Um, hmm. worst thing I did as a kid. I mean, I was kind of a bit of a troublemaker as a kid. I will say that for sure. But I, I was definitely a troublemaker. Um, my brother was always like the angel child. And he was always like, oh, we're not going to get in trouble. You know, and I was just kind of like out there doing the dang thing. And, um, oh, man. I, I mean, and I think this isn't necessarily like like awful. Like I would have gotten in trouble for it. But it was really stupid. So uh, my brother and I, we were playing, we were playing, baseball in the pool okay so my brother and I both grew up playing he played baseball I played softball and we were playing you know some kind of wiffle ball game we had a plastic bat and a soccer ball and we were like oh this is really fun right and so we'd like hit the ball and go jump in and swim to the bases right and I was probably I think mm, I was probably eight years old and um Oh, man, we were playing around and my brother goes, hey, instead of using the plastic bat, let's use the metal bat. That'll be so fun, right? And my brother was 10. I was eight. And so he, um, he was messing around with me. And he's like, oh, well, if you don't use it, then you can't play and you're not cool. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll show you. I'll, I'll use the bat. And I'm I'm so cool. Check this out. So I grabbed the bat, right? And uh, I hit the ball. And it hit, I hit it so hard. It bounced back. It hit me in the face. And now I have a scar above my eye. I had to get 13 stitches across my face and my brother goes running in the house or around the house, I think, to my parents and he's like, mom, I'm screaming and crying. And my mom's like, if there's not blood or fire, I don't care. And she's like, there's There's a lot of blood and there was like blood (laughs) everywhere. And um, I ended up having to get, yeah, 13 stitches. And I guess that's kind of what I get for trying to be, you know, like, oh, I'm so cool, you know, trying to show my brother what's up. But um yeah, so that's probably, I mean, that's not, like, probably the worst thing, but, I mean, it was probably one of the dumbest things I've ever done. People always oh like, what happened? God. And I'm like, oh, I hit myself in the head with a bat, you know. <laughs> mm. 
That sounds like a nice trip to the ER. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Was I already tell my kids that. They're only, minor. my kids are five, four, and two. And, like, anytime they're about to do something they need to not do, I'm like, I do not want to go to the hospital today. Okay? <laughs> Take it down a notch. Not today. Not today. Go, go do a puzzle. Okay? Something like that. <laughs> go not, color. We're not, we're not jumping off the back of the couch. All right? Um, so what's the most adventurous or the riskiest thing you've ever done? Hmm. Uh, I mean, I've had the opportunity to do some pretty cool stuff. Um, I've been zip lining out in Costa Rica before. That was really fun. And during a, during a lightning and thunderstorms, that was really crazy. That was insane. Um, man, I mean, I like to go off-roading and do that kind of stuff. Um, um, I'm trying to think I've been, I've done, I've done a couple crazy things. Like I, I love to go jet skiing, um, or on the lake and stuff, but I've gone, um, in the ocean too. I've gotten to do that too. Like, you know, instead of jumping wakes, like yeah. jumping actual waves in the ocean with jet skis, that's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I've, I've gotten to do some like, you know, cool snorkeling stuff. I mean, I know it's not like super dangerous, but I mean, kind of talking about depends on what's water. in the water. Oh yeah, that's yeah, it's pretty sketchy stuff there. Uh, man. <laughs> that's probably that's about it. I mean I have to think about that one, but I mean I've done some pretty fun stuff. Love it. Yeah, I yeah, uh, yeah. Jet skiing on actual ocean waves sounds I would die. Um You catch some you catch some good air though, you know what I'm saying? Like you get like up there, it's a couple feet. Really oh, fun. Yeah. I I need icy hot just from lifting a suitcase the other day. So <laughs> literally, oh literally, I wish that was a joke. It is not. So what I need to go. We went to Disney. All right. We got back like last week. And yeah. so we have like these kind of heavy suitcases and stuff. And I, I probably lifted one in a way that I should not have. Um, and now I regret it. So okay, well, that kind of makes more sense. But, um, yeah, so those are all the questions I have other than my last little segment here called, could you not it just basically it's what irritates you? Like, what are your pet peeves? It's doesn't matter if it's professional or personal or a specific topic you don't want to ever talk about again, or a question you never want to get asked again. Just like what gets under your skin? What are your pet peeves? Put it out there. Tell the world. Could you not? Could you not? Okay, I'll tell you one thing that always gets on my nerves that people do this. And I mean, and I know, I don't know why. It's just like a weird pet peeve that I've always had. And it's, you know, when people like have their hoodies up and then they have like, you know, there's like strings, like hoodie strings. When people pull like one all the way down and then one's all the way up here. And then this one's like hanging all the way down there and they're uneven. That makes me so mad. And I'm not even OCD. Like I'm totally not. But I'm I'm like, I'm not OCD. Like I'm not weird about any of that other stuff. <laughs> that thing literally pisses me off so much when people do that. Like why? Like can you just have them be like remotely close to each other? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's could you not. Could you not wear your hoodie and have the strings be uneven? I hate it. That is the most random answer i think i've ever gotten even not just like on the podcast but like i ask other people that just because that is yeah, hilarious I, don't know. I just like i'm just being real that's honestly like the only thing that really bothers me like i know some people will be like oh like chewing with your mouth open or you know wearing mismatched socks or something like that but like that's really i just 
gets under my skin. Like, why? One of, the, one of these days, one of these days, you're going to be in a relationship and the, the, the person is going to know that and you're going to irritate them for some reason. And as retribution, they're just going to be like. Yeah, I, mm, I don't know. I, just, <laughs> I know I it's just a crazy I know I'm going to sh- probably, you know, I'm going to share this podcast. And I know that like everyone's going to start sending me pictures of them with their uneven hoodie strings. And I'm just going to be like. That's awesome. Okay, well, those are all the questions I have. Um, go ahead and tell me what you got coming up. If it's it, new singles coming out, whatever it is you want to put out there that you want people to know about, the floor is yours. Yeah, I got so many new things coming, um, especially towards the end of this year. I have a music video for Never Go Home that's coming out very, very soon, and I'm ridiculously excited about it. It's a really fun video that we shot. Um, and I have another single that I'm getting ready to announce and release very soon. And I just recorded the video for that one in Nashville just last week. Um, actually, a week ago today, I got to record that video. It was super cool. Um, and it's a little bit different than, you know, the typical music video. So I'm really excited to share that as well. Um, and overall, I've been working on a project, which, I mean, right now it's an EP, but I'm considering um, making it into an album and adding a few more songs to it. And um, I'm planning to have that come out next, like first quarter next year. So okay. I'm just got tons of new music coming out. Really excited, but I usually post everything on my social media, my Facebook, Instagram, Peyton Howie Music, P A Y T O N, and um, it's out there. So I'm excited. Awesome. All right. Well, excited about all that stuff coming out. And now I'm all curious about uh, the 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 thing of the video that's going to be a little bit different. Can I ask a little? Can you tell me anything about why it's a little yeah. different? So it's going to be a little different because, I mean, um, the, you know, the normal music video is like, you know, we got a song and then we shoot the music video to it. This is more of um, a broken down version of the song itself. It's kind of like, I mean, I, I mean, it's kind of like an acoustic performance video, I would say. And um, I'm just really excited to share it because this next song that I'm getting ready to release, I won't, you know, spill too much about it, but it's more about, you know, the song. It's more about the story behind the song and what the song is about rather than like, you know, anything crazy or anything like that. It's kind of more about just the simplicity of music and the simplicity of the song. So, I mean, it'll make more sense when you get to see it or hear it, but I'm just really excited about putting it out. Awesome. Well, looking forward to it. All right. Well, Peyton, that's all I've got today. If there's anything you want to add, feel free to. Um, Otherwise... Thank you so much for coming on the Bored and Curious podcast today. And uh, we look forward to seeing big things from you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And thank you guys for listening. Well, folks, thank you so much for checking out this episode of Bored and Curious. Make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel and give us a follow over on social media. See you next time.